Subscribe now. Hey everybody, it's Jason McLaren with the Leadership Loading Podcast, and we've got my guest today, Howard Jacobson. He's a uh, coach and author and podcaster, uh, much like uh, myself, minus the the uh, author part so, uh, for now. Um, but yeah, uh, Jacob, sorry, uh, Howie has been uh, uh, working in the field for several years, and he's a coach to clients and Fortune 100 leaders and director of like I said, the coaching training programs, and we'll talk about that. And uh, we'll just learn a little, little bit about him, what he's doing over there at plantyourself.com. So, Howard, thanks for coming on the show. It's a pleasure. I was just going to say, if you if you had to pick two out of three, coaching and podcasting is a lot more fun than writing. So oh, I, I bet. I, I applaud. Bet. <laughs> having, having written is great, but uh, writing's hard. I bet. And, and you have, you've got uh, some books. You get, you'd obviously do articles and stuff on your website. Um so let's start off with first about your background a little bit more. I gave you a little intro there, but you know more about your background and, and how you got to where you're at today. Yeah, thanks. So I was a school teacher for many years, and I so in, in you know kids didn't necessarily always want to be there, so I had to learn how to be interesting. <laughs> and I found when I was started working with adults who did want to be there, it was still useful to uh, kind of you know keep things focused on what they wanted. You remember, I don't know, when, when you were a kid, did you ever like raise your hand and say like, when am I ever going to use this? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right? Like, you know, I don't know, algebra or, or you know, uh, sentence, um, you know, all that stuff. Like, it's still a really good question for, for adults to say like, what does this mean to me? Um, and so, you know, which we're talking about leadership, like one of the, the key skills that I see great leaders do is that they're always bringing it back to what, what does this mean for all of us? What does this mean for you? Why should, you know, rather than, hey, I'm the leader and I'm going to tell you and you're going to do it, really engaging everyone in like, what, what, is the, what, what matters about this? Um, Definitely. And then, like you said, uh, why does it matter? And and on, on your website, you're talking about knowledge, right? And it's all about knowledge and, and knowing if knowledge is enough. So uh, it's not about having lack of knowledge, you say. It's about knowing how to align that with your, your goals. You yeah. yeah, it's because, you know, knowledge is great. It's a prerequisite. But I know a lot of things that I don't do. And I think that's true of most people. <laughs> Right. Like I know I should get up in the morning and, you know, do 30 push-ups, And sometimes I do. And sometimes I don't. Um, what what it comes down to is in terms of aligning with with our goals um, is to have techniques in the moment to deal with all the emotions that come up that want me to not do it. Right. Like I, I like to eat healthy and I like to eat candy, too. Right. I, I like to be a respectful spouse and parent. And there are times when I just want to like yell at people. <laughs> All right. So to un understand. So great. I know what to do. But how many how many times have I said, boy, I wish I had done something different in that moment. So the real the real goal of coaching is to give people the awareness and the skills and the practice to do something else in the moment with the knowledge that they've got. Yeah, and then once you once you have the knowledge, it's all about knowing how to do it, right? And so once you've got that knowledge, you've got to actually implement it. And as a uh, former fire instructor, we'd always say, you know, uh, learn one, do one, teach one. And so you you watch somebody do it, you actually demonstrate it, you know, how you're going to do it, and then you 
then you can be uh, skilled enough to teach it. And so uh, that kind of goes into your your thought there on how you have to uh, move forward and, and learn how to do it yourself after you've got the knowledge. Yeah, and I love that teach one because I don't know I don't know about you, but for me as a coach, being a coach is a protection for me against slipping back into bad behavior, right? Because I'm, <laughs> it's almost like coaching is more useful to me than my clients because, because of the mindset it's continually reinforcing that these are the standards that I've committed to. Definitely. And, and then once you've got all that, uh, being a leader, you know, once you've got that skill set, knowledge and background and training, um, you've got to market it and, and on your website, you mentioned marketing, but I think on the, if you're in the business sector or the uh, first response sectors, like a lot of the listeners are, uh, marketing could be just using those skills. And even if it's just leading by influence or, or leading through, uh, you know, teaching your subordinates, uh, you know, those leadership skills that you've learned, and that way they can kind of begin that succession planning. And that way you're not trying to uh, spin the top and, and get everybody spun up at the last minute when you're getting ready to retire or move on to your next uh, career move. Yeah, I love that so much. And I've, I've come to understand that leadership recently, actually, that leadership is more about growing leaders than being a leader. Right? Like if you're doing it right, the people around you, you're creating space for them to lead rather than, okay, you're general Patton. And when you retire, everyone looks around and says, boy, that, that guy was, un, was irreplaceable, right? It's, it's nice for our egos to think we're like unicorns, right? We're totally irreplaceable. And that's ultimately a failure of leadership. Yeah, they always, there's a, I don't know if it's a meme or a mantra or saying that they say, you know, if you, if you resigned or put in your notice at work, they'd post your job within 24 hours. And so uh, I, it's, no one's really replaceable, right? Because uh, we can just rehire or, or promote up and um, actually at my full-time job uh, that we had one of our VPs actually resign. I, you know, we got the notice on the email one day and then I get the email just because it's part of my company. Uh, hey, this position is available at your company, <laughs> you know, the same <laughs> position uh, the next day. So it's just kind of a uh, testament to that, that fact there. Yeah. All right, let's talk about uh, your book there. Uh, what's your book called? Okay, so the most recent one is called You Can Change Other People. And it's kind of a provocative title. And we did that on purpose because I hear all the time, well, you can't change other people. And there is wisdom in that. And there's humility in that. And there's kindness in that. That we're, you know, what, what people mean when they say that at, at the highest level is, don't force yourself on others on someone else. Don't don't try to manipulate other people to do your bidding, which is beautiful, which I totally agree with. And there are think about, you know, there's people in your life. And I'd like the listeners think about someone in your life who you see doing something that might be self-sabotaging or suboptimal or destructive. And you really want them to stop for their own sake or you want them to change something they're doing. So it might be the way they're eating. It might be the way they're, you know, have a short temper, it could be that they're not applying themselves, you know, you can think about kids or friends or coworkers. And we go, well, you can't change other people. Because when we try, we're like, hey, let me tell you what to do here. Right? Or we get frustrated at them and, and sort of blow up. 
And of course, neither of those works. But the truth is, we do have a lot of influence over people when we approach them as allies rather than critics. And so the book is a four-step process to help the people around us up their game in ways. So when we're done with the conversation, they're not going, boy, I feel really manipulated, but thank you. I feel, I feel honored and helped and grateful for the conversation that we just had. So that's, that's really what the book's about. Definitely. And that kind of goes back into um, situational leadership and, and using, you got all these different people you're trying to lead, you know, your one leadership style or one leadership focus is not going to be the same for one, the whole team member. So you have to kind of tweak your leadership style for each type of uh, person on your team and depending on what's going on. Yep. And, and when people first hear about situational leadership, I, you know, you can see like there are fuses burning out in their head. Like, how do I do that? How do I know? So, you know, I've got to be some sort of mind reader or, a, you know, a John Wooden uh, in order to be able to do that. And the truth is you, we can let other people lead our leadership, right? So that we don't, we don't have to figure it out. We don't have to be psychic geniuses. We just, if you are in conversation with people, in relationship with people, and you can ask them, like, what's motivating to you? What, you know, here's what I, here's what I expect you to get done, or, or let's talk about what the outcomes we want. How can I support you in that? Is it, is it greater accountability? Is it um, a, a chance to, to, to argue about things? Does that help you so that we're, we're sort of, you know, honing each other's thinking? Is it helping you with resources? and then seeing what, what the results are. So situational leadership is very complicated if we're trying to do it on our own. It gets very simple if we are curious and we have developed relationships with people in which we lead with some vulnerability so that they can be vulnerable and say, hey, you know what I really need from you is X, even though they, they might be a little bit embarrassed about saying it. Yeah, I agree. And once, like you mentioned, uh, putting yourself out there, uh, once you've got out there and, you know, almost work, si not work side by side, but uh, been out in the front lines, as I say, uh, with your people that you're supervising, uh, you're able to kind of tweak your style a lot faster and, and be more productive once you, you get out there. Um, I've had teams from, you know, five up to 40. And, you know, obviously I can't be working with all of them every day, but I'm able to uh, just network enough with them and, and be able to uh, lead them as I need to uh, whenever the delegation process starts to break down. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, and uh, so you're a coach, but you're also a coach trainer. So like you can train people to be coaches. Yeah, yeah, I love I loved doing that. Yeah, it's kind of like the uh, in the fire department, you know, we have instructors and we have instructor trainers. And so you you end up being the one training people to uh, be instructors or fire officers or, or that sort of thing. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, it's a way of thinking. Uh, it's a higher level way of thinking about the the discipline. So, you know, I've never fought a fire except once in New York. I, I ran into a pizza store and got their fire the extinguisher and put out a trash fire. That's the extent of my experience. But I imagine that, you know, if you're doing it, you have a style, you have a way of thinking about it, you have your protocols, you have your strengths, you have your limitations. But when you're training other people, you have to think more broadly about, like, what are the goals here? What are the what are the basic understandings and philosophies, because everyone's going to do it a little bit differently. 
So when I teach coaching, I'm thinking about, so what is coaching really about more broadly than what is my coaching about? And it's just, it's just a lot of fun. And it's, it's so beautiful to see other people develop themselves and be able to contribute to the world in, in really useful and generous ways. Definitely. And that's kind of what your podcast is about, right? You know, planning yourself and, and uh, facilitating yourself further. Yeah, plant yourself has a lot of different meanings, including, you know, that there, there are, there's something about our mainstream culture, you know, and there's many of them that, um, that doesn't facilitate the development of a full human being. There's a way in which we can sort of be conformists and consumers. And I want to say, like, we, if you want to, if you want to grow yourself to your full authentic potential, you kind of have to plant yourself in the stream so that you don't get swept away by it as well. All right. Well, how are you, if you had one leadership tip or piece of leadership advice for someone, what would it be? Yeah, I was thinking about this and thinking given that your, your audience, I think a lot are, um, you know, former military or first responders, that what, what's often needed in those situations is just telling other people what to do. And as you move into other domains or as you move up higher in, in organizations, telling people what to do means you're limiting your own growth because you are always needed to tell other people what to do. So I would say to, to practice shifting from telling to empowering is, is the way that, that leaders rise. Great. And I, I agree 100%. So you got to, one, delegate, but also uh, learn when you can delegate and when you need to step in yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, and we'll make mistakes in both directions as we learn it and, you know, be be able to learn from mistakes with, you know, humility and, and self-compassion so that you get better. All right. If uh, we wanted to reach out to you, how can we get all these? Yeah, so I have a website, um, plantyourself.com, which is where my podcast is, and people can reach out via form if they want to talk to me about coaching. Um, the Coaching Academy is at wellstartcoach.com. And I also have a practice of executive and leadership coaching um, at askhowie.com. Good deal. And I'll put all those links in the show notes below. Appreciate it. Well, Howie, thanks for coming on the show today. And thank you for sharing your backstory. Jason, thank you. It's an honor. There are thousands of leadership and management podcasts to choose from. We're glad you chose the Leadership Loading Podcast, a Go Heroes production. If you'd like to support Go Heroes Inc., visit www.goheroes.org. And with that, it's time to wrap up today's show. Thank you so much for listening. We sincerely hope you liked it. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your family and friends. Let's all grow together. Thanks for listening to the Leadership Loading Podcast. Leadership Inspired.